Today I sat down with none other than Mina Elias. Mina is the founder of multiple businesses, a successful e-commerce business, and also now a consultancy focused on PPC management. We talk all about how he builds toward his goals. And what I really take from this episode is how to be very intentional about how I invest my time. And what's more is write it down, you know, build what your optimal lifestyle looks like and work backwards. And Mina does a fantastic job in explaining just how meticulous he is how meticulous you can be in building your dream life. So I hope this one creates a lot of value for you. Welcome to Successful Scales, the show where I talk to world-class professionals on what it takes to scale successful businesses. I dive deep asking questions to people who are running unicorn businesses, to raising funds, to buying businesses, mergers and acquisitions, IP and patent law, what is to manage performance management. I mean, the list goes on. The idea really is how do I create knowledge and learning for you guys listening in? And of course, myself getting the floor with people who I, in many cases, would never dream to share a room with. Before we jump into the episode, I've got to give a special thank you to our sponsors. Firstly, over at Global Wide Advisors, a leading digital consumer products investment bank focused on optimizing the sales process. An incredible team, always happy to pick up the phone and educate you or anyone about the sales process and what you should really consider and can obviously help take you to market or even acquire businesses. I ring them for just about everything these days. Us over at Multiply Me, we are the end-to-end executive search and HR function into the Philippines, helping find better talent and onboarding them effectively. And last but not least, Escala, our management consultancy focused on process improvement, where we help build better systems for your business. That's all the ads you're going to get from me, ladies and gentlemen. The rest is all about learning. I hope you really enjoy and get as much out of these sessions as I do sitting face-to-face with some of the world-renowned leaders in their respective fields, asking them the tough questions that they're not often asked. All right, we are on for another episode of Successful Scales, and I am just so fortunate to be sat here with my good friend, Mina Elias. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Dude, it's fucking amazing to be back. Um, I'm excited. I know we have amazing conversations, so I'm, I'm like, in, in, you know, I love to have more conversations where we can kind of share with other people. Absolutely. And uh, like I said, particularly excited to get you back on. We've had some incredible conversations. I think we've built a really strong relationship. And every time that you have the opportunity to really build a solid connection with someone and you have a conversation, it's sort of at a different level. And I really feel with you, mate, we're there. So, I mean, just for the listeners, if they didn't listen to the first episode, and I know we probably did it like a year ago, realistically, Love you to just talk a little bit about your your background and where you're at, and you know you've launched you know relatively recently a new venture that you're scaling out of control. So, I mean, give the people what they want, mate. Tell them a little bit about yourself. <laughs> cool, cool. So, um, my background's in I was I was born in uh, Egypt. I grew up in Dubai for 17 years or so. Or so. Then uh, came to America in 2011. Bachelor's and master's chemical engineering, industrial engineering. Worked up the corporate ladder. I was in, in um, you know, surgical devices. I then moved to like doing project management for other companies. Um, eventually kind of got sick of the nine to five grind. I was training MMA as well since 2013. And I always have had a massive passion for supplements. 
And so in 2018, I decided to start a supplement brand uh, just because of, of fashion, not because I thought it was going to make money or anything. I, I figured like, let me figure out how to do this. But also I was incredibly unhappy and depressed with my life. Um, objectively, it was an amazing life. I was getting paid like, you know, 65, 75 grand a year. Um, and then, you know, it was a comfortable desk job, right? But uh, I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning, hitting the gym, commuting 45 minutes to work, working nine hours as a slave for someone essentially. 45 minutes back and then do, doing MMA and sleeping. And I felt like my life was kind of being sucked away from me. So that was kind of the biggest push. I started the supplement brand. I completely failed at selling it to anyone in person in gyms and, and stores. So I decided to get it on Amazon because that's where I buy my supplements. Still buy a shitload of supplements on Amazon. Uh, you can look at my order history. It's 90% supplements. Um, <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I... Um, I like, I'm like, okay, let's figure out how to make this work. And, and, uh, I became completely obsessed and it just ha happened at the time I was reading the book, uh, be obsessed or be average. If you guys haven't read this book it's by Grant Cardone, uh, a lot of people hate on him. I absolutely love his books, uh, be, be obsessed or be average and the 10 X role, but I became fully obsessed and I literally eat, sleep, breathe, Amazon repeat it, When I was taking a shit in the bathroom, I was, I was uh, reading Amazon stuff when I was uh, having breakfast, when I was at work, uh, any open second, I was, I was literally consuming content. Uh, and I figured that two things uh, really worked for me. One of them was reviews, duh. The other one was uh, PPC. And while big supplement brands didn't really care that much about how, getting granular and all this stuff, I really kind of dug deep and figured, okay, like what's every how can I squeeze the most of every single dollar? I got good at PPC and uh, I was able to scale that brand to over a million dollars in revenue a year. And then uh, I, 2020 hit, we were stuck at home. I started sharing information in podcasts and, and uh, you know, YouTube channels and groups and things like that just to give back. Cause I remember I became obsessed and I sucked that knowledge. And so I was like, let me give back. I mean, someone answered my questions. Uh, let me answer some people. I understand this stuff. And so, you know, I, I grew really quickly, uh, um, you know, kind of like uh, my, my personal brand awareness, but I didn't have anything. Uh, I did have like a PPC kind of course, which is just a, it's kind of my SOPs that I use right now to train my, my team on, on PPC. So I kind of like said, okay, guys, like you keep asking me for consultation calls. I, I don't want to trade my time for money. Here you go. But then uh, in, in um, early 2021, late 2020, an aggregator hits me up and they're like, we uh, need to hire someone to consult us and build our in-house team for advertising. So they hit me up. Uh, I, I said, okay, cool. I could do that. Here's a proposal. Here's all the SOPs, whatever that I would provide. And here's all the training. They said, okay, we need to test you uh, on a brand. Let's see if you're, if you can actually walk the walk. So they tested me and they didn't tell me that they were testing me against six other agencies. And so they tested me against six other like really big name agencies um, and, and, uh, and good agencies. And then uh, I beat them all out. They said, here's, you know, you got the proposal, you won the proposal. Uh, I, I executed. And then uh, I'm like, dude, you know, I was making like really good straight up like net cash, right? Uh, not like cash and then reinvest into inventory. And, um, and, and I, I was like doing it better than everyone else. And I said, I mean, isn't this what I got into business for is to, you know, do something that can be the best in the world at add as much value as possible to people do something that I'm enjoying and then make money so I can have that freedom that I left my job for. And, um, and it wasn't, I always was afraid of managing clients because it's like dealing with people and relationships. But I talked to enough people that said, dude, if you have the right clients, it's not going to matter. They're going to be good people. And, um, so I took on like a friend, uh, after like they've been messaging me or, or asking for years and I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll take, 
you know, over your account. I had two employees at the time. So it was, it was fine. Now I wasn't going to be the one doing all the work. I would just monitor and make sure everything got done. And so one friend led to another friend led to some more word of mouth. And then I was like, okay, like, you know, by March, I think March uh, 11th is when we, uh, when I decided to incorporate it. And I said, I have a business like this is, I was a huge influencer in the space for PPC. Uh, I think I am innovating uh, uh, and trying to lead the industry. And I always envied like, I know like Simeon Panda, I met him like a few weeks back and I'm, I always envied him. I'm like, man, this guy, like 8 million followers on Instagram, he posts about his supplements and then they just move off the shelves. And, uh, and I realized like I could be a version of that, but it's not going to be supplements. It's going to be B2B like uh, PPC. And so I said, I should, you know, this is, I'm, I'm really good at it. I clearly I'm beating other people. So if these other agencies are charging, you know, an arm and a leg, 5,000 a month or whatever to manage accounts, uh, and I can charge a fraction of the price and outperform, uh, it's a no brainer, right? Cause someone, so, like so, someone's going to get hired. It might as well, you know, be someone who actually, you know, uh, cares about the work and can be the best in the world at it. So that's kind of my story in, in what, like three minutes, four minutes. Mate, you did a you did a great job in in getting that all out because you have a a, a a storied history and you know something really impressive. I mean, you know, I said before we hit record, super interested in hearing about um, you know some of the stuff that you've been posting about lately uh, from a content perspective, like the fact that you are a U.S. immigrant. You know, you 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 came to the country effectively with nothing, and now you're building multiple successful brands, but. Honestly, while I was sitting and listening to you sort of talk about your history, I took down a ton of notes. I'm sure you probably saw me doing it. Um, You you hit on a few key topics. And I think, you know, one of the things that gets talked about um, not that much or sort of at a high level here is the fact that you made the comment that you were really a slave. You were a slave for money. You were being paid a wage in a corporation and it wasn't really fulfilling for you. Like, can you just elaborate a little bit on that? point i'm trying to understand sort of the 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 idea or the logic you're saying like you know for you it's not good to be an employee in this company or you're saying like help me understand the psyche around it yeah so uh, this is this is was my biggest flaw is i uh, uh, like was let's say i was hungry and i want to eat i would go downstairs and walk in the street trying to like get to food that's like the least efficient way to do it, right? Now you put uh, the the address in a GPS. You say, "I want," uh, you know, "I'm feeling Italian. This is a nice Italian." You put it, and it maps you back to where you are, and it t- like you go. And so I essentially was just walking. I was like, "Okay, get good grades, get a good job, work up the corporate ladder." Why, you know, uh, to to make more money? I'm like, okay, great, and I, I made more money, but I felt like my life didn't improve. So this wasn't making me happy. And then I said, okay, okay, let's like map it back. What's like a dream life? Like the perfect, the perfect, perfect life. Okay. I wake up home, you know, all glass. Uh, uh, I'm, I have a, a sick view. Um, I'm chilling. I, I take my pre-workout. I hit the gym. I'm not in a rush. No one's, I'm not forced to, to clock in. No one's telling me you came in 10 minutes late. Uh, I come, I come back home. I can have like a nice morning, uh, breakfast, whatever, chill, do work that fulfills me. I feel happy. I feel appreciated. I feel like I'm adding value. Um, I feel like I'm getting compensated based on my level of work. Okay. Not because, uh, John next to me has been, uh, you know, in the industry for seven years, he gets paid than me in the industry for two years, even though I 
10x outperform him. I'm managing more more millions in, in projects and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, like this is kind of what I want. I, I want to be able, if I want to take a walk, like, dude, I'm, you know, okay, cool. I, like, I, I feel like uh, I can't think clearly. Let's go chill upstairs, uh, you know, with like a nice view or, or let's go take a walk, uh, you know, in, in a park or something. That's it. That was my dream life. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to be able to afford, uh, I wanted to be able to say Hey, I want to go to Hawaii. Let's go to Hawaii. I want to be, you know, so I really painted that picture and I said, okay, and this is what I'm doing now will never get me there. Okay. I feel like I'm locked up right now. I feel like, uh, now I have a friend who was, who is my mentor. She loves waking up at six in the morning, going to work at having her coffee, going to work at seven in her nice little small town, massive company, Johnson, SC Johnson. Um, I'm not like really massive, like feels like she's like a mayor of her own little town and then works 12 hours, comes back, has a little bit of dinner, watches like a TV show, goes to sleep. She's so happy. This is, she loves this. She doesn't want the travel. She doesn't want all this other stuff. And uh, you know, that's why this is perfect for her. But for me, I wanted the travel. I wanted the freedom of location. I, I wanted the freedom of time. I wanted the ability to afford I wanted to be like, you know, basically like nowadays I would be like, Yoni, I want to make a, a lot of money. Like if, if I sell you like whatever your, your product is, can you give me like a cut? Go ahead. And then I would go sell a thousand of them. I would work my ass of sell a thousand. I would make a lot of money and then I'd go like do whatever I want. Um, so that, that's kind of like versus you, you outperform everyone and you're like, okay, great. Here's like a 2% uh, increase in your salary. And so once I, I figured out what I actually want and I realized that what I'm doing will never, ever get me there. And so I said, I'm, I'm willing to start from zero, but at least I know where my destination is now versus where it was, which was leading to nothing, leading to nowhere. Well, so you bring up, a, I guess, uh, and it's going to continue to happen, but you bring up another really great point there. It's, you know, it's become apparent through your explanation here that you've actually looked to build toward a, a desired outcome and an objective and a goal. At what point in your career, and we'll start to get into some of the more recent ventures that you've undertaken, but at what point did you start to build for that future outcome as to what does your life look like? And do you build that from a, just a professional perspective or have you also got sort of a personal perspective of where you, what you want your life to look like? Um, personally, like friends and relationships, etc. Is it just you know money? Everything, dude. It, it basically it's this. It's uh, like you're a director, and I'm telling, and and you're like, Mina, we're making a movie about your dream life. Give me the details. Okay, you can't just give the details on professional. That's that's not like a, the full movie. So it's professional, spiritual, relationship. Uh, kids, uh, dogs, uh, what watch you're wearing, what your physical shape looks like, your diet. Like what I did, I just did a, a recent uh, uh, practice with uh, uh, my girlfriend because we're you're building a life together. But basically I said, what's every single thing possible that we can have on a dream life? We put it on a spreadsheet. I said, I want IVs. Come to my house. Give me an IV drip once a week. I want an executive uh, uh, physical every six months. I want uh, Cairo. I want massage at my house. I want the barber to come to my house. I want this. I want this car. I want this. Uh, these gyms, five gyms. I want this guy trainer to come here so I can do jujitsu when I want to do it. Everything. Her, her hair, nails, uh, skincare, esthetician, all this bullshit. Uh, it's not bullshit. It's uh, not self-care. Not, not, not to her. <laughs> not to her. Bullshit. But to you and me, I ain't getting no esthetician. Yeah. 
but but basically i made this list and then i and then i researched i said okay how much uh, and i called my my uh, massage guy i said joe i know you charge 150 an hour how much if you were to come to my house i live here he said 250 i said okay cool uh you know i'm like i'm like this guy i'm like hey man like you you cut my hair for 50 uh, uh, an hour or for 50 a haircut how much to come to my house 100 okay and now i have exactly how much it costs to achieve this life and I, I can slowly start highlighting complete, complete, complete. And, and, and I also have a very perfect, it's obviously always a work in progress, right? And, and we're always revisiting it once a quarter, but I have a very clear vision of what my perfect life looks like. Every detail, what I look like, what, how I spend every hour of my day, where I travel, how often I travel, my, my travel schedule, what airlines I'm using, what hotel I'm staying in. And because I have this visual written down and, and I have the full picture, subconsciously, I'm always working towards that, but not just subconsciously. Like you'll see like later, I have this poster that I put up and there's like a, multiple categories in my life. And it's like physical, um, like spiritual, uh, nutrition, uh, relationship, this and that. And there's three things that I can do that to improve on, on, uh, where I am now. So like, let's say like social, I don't get invited to enough parties. Yesterday, 4th of July, I got invited to only two parties, okay? That might sound amazing to some people. I want to get invited to 10 parties. It makes me feel better, makes me happier. And maybe it's a stupid thing, but it just was, I don't have enough social groups. So I put like, I want more social groups. I want regular brunches on Sunday. I want like to, to go to the beach with friends like every single week. And so those three things are every single day I'm seeing them and consciously and subconsciously, I'm working towards achieving those. And so, and then once I achieve that, I cross it off and I add another thing. And I'm always working on three things in every single aspect of my life, all towards that goal where it's written down. And I visualize that future perfect me. And I'm sure like three years down the line, like uh, what I visualized in 2018, I already achieved like 99% of right now. So now I'm visualizing something else for like 2024 and, and, uh, hopefully I achieve everything. And then I visualize something new for 2026. It's always a, you know, it's never going to end, but uh, I'm, I'm reaping the rewards right now. I have an amazing office, the view of uh, LA, all of LA, and I can, and, uh, uh, I can I go can upstairs. That view. I can vouch <laughs> for that view of LA you showed me before we uh, hit record. So Mina, I mean, I've got to say, mate, and every time we sit down, every time we chat, you know, I'm just blown away at the level of detail and intention that goes into every bit of your planning. You would be, honestly, you'd be in a you know, less than single digit percentile, I would imagine of the world's population when it comes to the level of foresight and planning that you're putting into where you want to get to. And it's, in my opinion, because of that reality that you're able to achieve as much as you do in scaling multiple businesses, growing a brand, helping all the people that you do, which I want to come back to uh, in a second. And honestly, you know, when I sit here and I chat with you, my notes when I'm writing down, I take away is, be more like Mina in the sense that I need, yeah. to plan, I need to be planning not just the professional goals. You know, I'm working on our 10-year vision around the company and that's great. And that's, you know, and that's really what I should be doing in the seat that I sit. But I can't discredit the things that are really important to me personally. And that's my family and that's where I live, how I live and, you know, what the life that Leo and, and also just as, well, maybe not as important, but a really critical thing in Dusty, my dog, how she's going to grow up. So, um, uh, really incredible stuff. You, I'm just going to dive into a few topics here because uh, I'd written them down and I just feel like more people need to 
hear and learn from from a guy like you who really invests so much into their personal and professional de- development. You mentioned that um, one of your mentors that she's you know she's been pivotal, instrumental. Um, maybe I'm making up words around what you actually said, but my question to you is, you know, what's the value proposition or how have you looked at mentors in your journey? And at what point did you sort of start identifying people? How, did, how does someone even approach finding a mentor? Bro, I started too late. I started too late. That's, that's, uh, I wish I started when I was three years old. That's the second I could speak. I wish I found like a <laughs> six year old and I said, dude, how do I run this shit? Um, okay. <laughs> so mentor, mentors, man, and coaches have been like this number one single I feel like the only thing that can surpass this is if uh, you have it like a time machine, right? Um, but like, I, I sat like mentors, man, they literally, they've done everything that you want to do. And that's, that's how you have to find them, by the way, is, is by what they've done. But let's say you wanted to compete in a bodybuilding show. You could either just go on Google and, and look up a bunch of shit and, and wing it, or you can go find like a bodybuilding coach. Uh, who who has competed many, many times and won shows and they'll just show you the whole thing. And so that's what I try and do with everything. Not just the business. Business is a huge one and there's many in business. So I have one specifically for finances. I have one for sales. I have one for, uh, you know, operations. I have one who, who, who has built from zero, from like literally zero to a $10 million digital uh, marketing agency. And that person is now advising us and. And so these people shortcut time so much because they have been there, done that. They have that foresight. They know what's, what's going to happen, uh, you know, with, with whatever you're trying to do. And they can anticipate all of your mistakes. And one of the biggest ones, I think, I, I don't know if I was telling you about this, but I shared my year plan with, with my mentor. And I said, dude, this is, this is my year plan. Uh, you know, I'm here. I want to hit here, $1,000, whatever, 1000 in, in revenue a month. And this is how I'm going to hit it every single month. And this is the number of podcasts and whatever. And this is how I'm going to hit every single segment of the funnel to achieve that goal. Like uh, my lead measures match my, my lag measures. And he's like, that's amazing, man. What about your hiring? And I just like stood blank and I was like, dude, that's right. If I hit like 50 clients, uh, you know, and, and that beautiful revenue number, whatever that, that I want, I don't have the team. He's like, yeah, like, how long does it take you to hire someone? And then we ran them and I'm like, holy shit, I have to start right now uh, hiring X amount of people. Uh, and, and then he opened my eyes. He's like, you know, hiring is like building a funnel. Your, your company needs to have a brand name. Like you see how people all like run to, to study at Yale or run to study at McKinsey or whatever, uh, or sorry, uh, work at McKinsey or work at Deloitte. He's like, you have to be like that, that people need to come. You still, you're working on the brand name for the client side. What about the brand name for the, for the talent side? You need to have a talent, a funnel for talent. You need to be marketing, uh, getting leads, applications, uh, getting hires, and then start tracking which, which source is getting you the best hires and which source can you scale. And then based on your current efforts, how much do you need to scale to, to achieve like all this stuff? And it was all stuff I would, I guarantee you I would have not, not thought for at least a year until I, I was like reactive hiring stress, reactive hiring, stress, reactive hiring, stress. Okay. I need to figure this out. And then, you know, after so much stress, I would have been like, okay, this is a huge bottleneck in the business. Let's figure it out. Now it's like a year ahead of time. I showed him my year plan and he's like, this is how you can smoothly hit that by avoiding all of this stuff. And so that's the power of, of uh, mentors. And so you asked me, how do I find a mentor? There's a few ways that I go about it. 
Number one um, is networking. So just constantly, constantly, constantly networking and asking people um, and, and putting the message out there. So the way that I found my, my mentor, he's like kind of like the, the, my big, big bro mentor. He's like 50 or so, but you know, a big bro mentor, uh, massive. He has a vision. He has vision. He, uh, he built a $20 million agency and sold it. And I literally asked every single person on my contact list in business. I said, I'm looking for a mentor that did this and accomplished this and did this and did this. It was a clear picture. It's like I saying, Yoni, I'm looking for a girlfriend, man. I'm looking for a girl that's between five, four or five, seven, blonde, blue eyes, does this, does that, uh, goes to the gym, eats, uh, whatever. And you're like, okay, perfect. I know, I know uh, everyone is not this, this, I found one that fits the bill. And that's how I go about it on the networking side. Um, and, and it's constantly happening. I, the second guy, the agency one that went from zero to 10 million, that's helping us. I hit up everyone. I said, man, I'm looking for uh, like a, a, an agency uh, consultant, someone who works in the business, not on the business. So an operator um, and, and uh, that has gone from zero to X amount and that does something in this, this, this industry. And he's like, dude, I just thought of the perfect guy for you. He made the introduction, you know, brought him on as a, a consultant and it's been phenomenal. So that's what I'm doing. Networking is like always put the message out with very specific, not like I'm looking for a mentor, man. Great. I'm looking for a Lamborghini, <laughs> like, you know, I'm looking for, uh, X, Y, Z specific details and you'll find it. The second one is, is, um, is finding people who have done the job, uh, uh on LinkedIn, on wherever social platforms, and then cold DMing them. And, and, uh, that's why, I, I mean, I found tons of people like that. I literally uh, just like, let's say I wanted a systems guy, I say, you know, uh, operate systems and operations. And then a bunch of people will show, show up on LinkedIn and then I'll start cold DMing people and being like, talk to me about your experience. Talk to me about it. And then you find someone who's like good and, um, you, you hire them to like teach you and you, you just learn some stuff. And so, uh, they might not be is, like a mentor. Yeah, go ahead. What is, what is your relationship look like with these mentors? Like I have a mentor, full disclosure. I have a mentor. I've been, I met him in a mastermind, uh, about a year and a half ago, we're on a call every single week now. Um, you know, and it's just, it's, it's mutual. Like he gets a lot out of the relationship and so do I, and that just sort of organically happened. But, you know, I'm at a point now where I'm definitely going to start looking for, I mean, we're building an advisory board, which is another approach to it. But I'm just curious, like, are you paying these guys and girls? Are you giving up any, you know, sweat equity? Like what's, what's the relationship like? Or are they just happy to do it from the no, no one. Uh, I mean, the, uh, every, I pay everyone and, and I, I would rather pay you. Uh, I don't give equity. Um, you know, unless you're like, you know, Neil Patel wants to come and join the company and he's like, man, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll scale this shit. I'm like, okay, cool. You can have equity. But, uh, I just pay the people and I come in and I say, listen, like how much do you want per hour? And there's literally a list of like 20 people. Don't, you don't need the top guy. You can have like number seven. Because if maybe number one, two, three, four, five, six, all one equity number seven, who will still increase your business by 30 or 40%, uh, is just gonna say, okay, pay me. That's it. You know? So most of them, I'm like, I I'm straight up. I'm like, okay, I would love for you to help. This is exactly what I want. How much can I pay you to, to accomplish this? Um, and they say, okay, this is my hourly or this is my monthly fee. Um, and then we test them for one or two months and, and, uh, you know, they're good. And, and there's always like some sort of test, right? Um, because you want to make sure that they actually know what they're talking about. Only one guy I, I don't pay, but I mean, it was just a, a stroke of luck. Like we had a conversation, uh, and like, we really vibed. We're very similar in a lot of ways. 
And, um, you know, he just likes me. And, and also uh, he exited his company, made a, like a lot of money and is chilling, you know? So it's not like uh, man, I'm going to take some time out in my busy day to talk to you. It's like, he's chilling. He's like, what's the, you know, he, he's kind of like just exited enjoying life and like maybe looking what's the next thing. So it just so happened to be like right place, right time. Uh, but besides that, everyone else, I'm straight up. Like, I want to pay you because I want this to be serious. Like, don't mentor me and be like, I'm sorry, man, I got a cancer or a mentorship call because like this, it's like, I want you to be like, I'm paying you money and give me, give me the results. You want want a level of skin in the game, but not to the level where you're tied to them forever because the situation might change. And that's why, and that's why you choose that, that part that, that makes a lot of sense. I'm going to change the topic, just being cognizant of not having a whole heap of time left here, but you, you are Mina, I would say one of the people Mate, you're just one of the best people. Um, you're one of the most kind. <laughs> the be- best compliment ever, man. But but seriously, <laughs> like in all in all seriousness here, like I know you know I, know I like to make jokes, but mate, like from the first day that I met you, it's always like, how can I help? You got to meet this person. I got to introduce you to this. Like we didn't even know each other, and you know you were walking around like even last year at Prosper where we'd known each other for a while. This is probably going back a year. And you were literally like, ah, like dragging people to come and meet me and like, you know, and online you're always giving back. Like, uh, you know, it was really, it was really nice to hear that, you know, you sort of took the position that you're such a consumer of free content online. And so you really acutely understood of the value and how other people through whatever their motives were, the goodness of their heart, building their top of funnel, whatever it was have given up and helped educate you and you're now really going through giving back. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just curious, like how much of that, of that giving back, um, do you factor into your life? Like, you know, what's, what's the, it's not the method to your madness, but I just love to hear sort of like more about the motivations there and like, you know, how can someone be such a good person? (laughs) I mean, I understand uh, the the fundamental like concepts of life, right? It's it's um whatever you want, you'll get more by giving more, and and uh, you also live a happier life. So I I like genuinely believe like first of all, if you want to make a shitload of money, uh, give ten x the value to people. Okay, so that's if you want money, and and uh, if you want like really good relationships, then give back like really good relationships, and so. I just understand like that's how it works. And, and, um, not only, you, you know, obviously I'm not like a monk and I just, uh, give and, and like, you know, for, for nothing, but, um, you know, I try and give because I understand that dynamic. And I also, uh, the way that I look at giving is like, how can I, uh, uh, like increase, increase, increase consistently. So I like, I, I, I love to constrain my life. So I love to say, okay, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and, I need to give more. How? And then I, I solve for that problem. So my content, uh, uh, I used to give so much and now I'm e- able to scale that content by uh, uh, removing any of the, the friction of me. Uh, so if it used to take me like three hours to put three hours worth of content, now it takes me three hours to put six hours worth of content because I just show up. And, and um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm also able to take all of the content that's ever been created and then have other people present it in different ways uh, that maybe like more bite-sized and whatever. And so I'm just always thinking like, how can I multiply 
that, uh, what I'm doing and how I'm giving back. Um, if I'm connecting people, how can I connect more? So I used to connect people like the way I used to do. And then I said, listen, man, I have an amazing idea. I always go to dinner with my friends. I made this thing called quantum dinners, which is everyone in LA I who's a, whatever my friend. And I think it can learn, can be valuable to other people. I invite them and we just all have dinner. It's a, it's a rooftop of Wally's or not the rooftop, the upstairs room in Wally's, you know, 40 people. And I'm like, instead of just connecting one person at a time, I literally have 40 people. I can just dude. this guy. If you're looking for operation scale, this guy's your guy. Oh, you're looking for a cold legion. This is your guy. Oh, you know, you're in real estate. This guy's like a killer for real estate. And then I, you know, we, I multiplied everything. Like I'm having more fun. I'm eating more food. I'm connecting with more people. I'm helping more people. And so it's just to constantly, uh, how do I do more and how do I be better? And just a little bit, 1%, 1%, 1%, 1%, infinitely, like 1% until the day I die. So that's like how, how like I look at it. Mate, I love there's, it. Al- there's always a solution, always a solution. I love it, mate. I love, I, I really, I love that um, consideration, your level of consistency. And I think, you know, it's, it's deeply ingrained in you, you know, from, MMA and spending 90% of your Amazon purchases on supplements to, to, <laughs> yeah. to you know, you're, you're, you're a creature of habit in the best type of way because you've really designed your life so that it has deep meaning and purpose. And, and again, like the 1%, you know, showing up consistency, like I'm such a big believer in it. And also to your point, you know, I'm the gift of giving without the expectation of reciprocation is probably the thing that makes me feel best about anything. You know, if I will sit down with anyone for any amount of time, you know, people I'm sure like you hit me up for advice all the time. I got off a call with a friend who, you know, just left their job last week and was freaking out a little bit. And as long as people are going to actually absorb the information and put it into practice, then I've got all the time in the world for anyone that is, you know, is serious about how they can, better their life and so yeah mate, i mean you just resonate with me on that yeah on that level yeah i mean you don't, you don't have to keep tabs you don't have to keep it like any tabs just give and and honestly man it feels amazing like i i think one of the best feelings is like when someone hits you up and says dude like you know remember you told me to like apply to this thing and i, I applied and this and my life is better i'm like bro this is the, the best feeling ever like selfishly selfishly it feels incredible when you hear that even though it doesn't add any like uh, value to your life or anything but it's in chemically it in great. your body it feels, it feels amazing it feels great listen like you know i will go out of my way to make like you introductions to people and see them get employment and you know and it's not about doing the work for them it's giving them that little bit of a shortcut or a break in, exactly giving them a break and then like you know i realize now like i made an introduction to for a mate of mine from Australia to a company here in Israel. And it's been two years since he started there and he's like literally living his dream life. And, you know, I remember when he first got the job, he said to me like, man, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm like, dude, like all I did was make an introduction. Like you, you were the one who were proactive. You requested that in, you know, you wanted me to make that connection. You went in, you got the job, like it's all you. Uh, But it feels, yeah, it it does definitely feel great. Not to detract why, you do it, but it feels yeah. great knowing that you're helping other people realize their potential and they're able to do it for themselves. Mate, I know we're about to run out of time here. So um, before I go, and we didn't even get to speak uh, about trivia, which is a real tragedy. Um, I mean, let me give you a bit of a plug. I mean, Mina is building, you know, he just literally had uh, people approach him to build a course on PPC. Um, and I forget, they're like the most credible course 
building company in the world. What's give it a plug? Uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know, uh, but I'll tell you this much: Helium Ten. Uh, we built the course with Helium Ten. So me and Vince, uh, we built the, the Helium Ten's PPC Academy. It's the most comprehensive PPC course out there. It should be out mid August. Um, so I mean, I'm very very excited for that. That's going to be amazing, and it's, and it really it's going to empower so many people to understand PPC. And if you're hiring it out, you can keep whoever you're hiring it accountable. So you've got that, I mean, Trivium, which is a great brand story that we're not going to get to right now. But I mean, Min is scaling a PPC agency at breakneck speed. But a guy who is an engineer, someone who is 100% systems focused, you know, he's a guy who is educating the masses and built a system to enable true scale. I mean, hearing how you've planned out what the next year roadmap of hiring is, again, puts you in such a small percentage of operators in the game in terms of how thoughtful you are but if you guys are looking for a ppc agency man i mean mean is your guy um i'm gonna put links to trivium and your profile but if anyone was to reach out and wanted to work with you with your team um what's the best way to get you best way is to go to triviumco.com t-r-i-v-i-u-m-c-o.com and then there's an audit form fill it out uh and then someone on the team will literally look at everything in your campaigns and tell you exactly how to make everything better. So not just like, oh, this is broken. Don't do this. This is bad. No, it's literally like, you know, you have too many ad groups in a campaign. This is why, you know, because if you have too many ad groups, then we've noticed that the budget shifts only to one and we can't control the budget blah, 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 and how to fix it. And so it's usually like a 20, 25 minute loom video. It covers over the main concepts in like your top campaigns. And then you can kind of take all of that advice and implement it on your own. Or if you want a team of relentless people, uh, you know, optimizing your PPC day in, day out, you can hire us. Um, that's how to, to find the uh, company. If you want me, uh, it's the Mina Elias on uh, Instagram and uh, Mina Elias, uh, M-I-N-A, last name E-L-I-A-S on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, I'm very accessible. Ask me questions. I'll answer them. If it's too long, I'll answer in a voice note. <laughs> Thank you, Mina. You're the absolute man. And he means every word he says. Reach out to him. He's here to help. And uh, mate, thanks for taking the time to sit down with me today. Dude, this was amazing, man. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Can't wait to the next one, brother.